This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Welcome to the Wellness Glow Podcast. My name is Susie Garden, anti-aging naturopath and nutritionist, founder of the Glow Protocol, and I help women feeling stressed, flat, and older than they'd like regain their youthful energy and glow. Anti-aging is an inside job, and I know for sure that we can use specific foods, movement, mindset techniques, and build stress resilience to reduce our biological age and look and feel younger in our bodies and minds, as well as potentially lengthening our lifespan. I'm here to be your guide to the latest in anti-aging and longevity research so that you can learn and apply simple techniques to reduce skin wrinkles, body pain, gut issues, improve your energy, and have your skin glowing with health. And I'm not even exaggerating. So if you're struggling with stress, fatigue, brain fog, weight gain, perimenopause, and feel like you've tried everything, then get ready to let go of everything you think you know. It's time to forget all the strategies that haven't worked for you before and join me as I share what actually does work. I have a down-to-earth approach and make the science seem simple and actionable. I know that the knowledge and insights I share can change your life and the way that you approach your health, and I'm excited to help you glow. Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode episode of the Wellness Glow podcast. This week, I'm going back on the stress uh, bandwagon. I just feel like it's something that we need to highlight is that often when we get into our 40s, our stress levels can go up. And it's not necessarily that life is more stressful, although that can be the case, but sometimes it's, it's, it's other factors at play. And I just wanted to explore that a little bit today on the podcast. So, I mean, have you noticed this? Have you noticed if you're over 40, have you noticed that you feel a little bit more stressed or maybe you find that your ability to cope with stress isn't 
perhaps as strong as it was when you were younger than 40. And you know what, you're not alone because many people find it harder to tolerate stress around this age, especially women. And, you know, I mean, the good news is that you don't have to feel overwhelmed um, and stressed. There are reasons why stress hits you harder during this stage of your life. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how you can manage that today. But first, you know, why are your 40s so stressful? I mean, there's a few external factors, as I mentioned. Often women in their 40s are probably at the peak of their career. I know for me personally, certainly in my 30s and my early 40s, before I kind of embarked on this uh, uh, natural health journey, um, definitely were the most demanding of, in my career. Um, and there can be a lot of responsibility given at this age. And it's often the age where you start to evaluate what you've done with your life and if you can achieve your goals and what your goals even are, have they changed? And that certainly was the case for me. Um, if you have kids, you're likely to be dealing with teenagers by the time you hit your 40s, or maybe you've got toddlers. Um, for those of you know, put their health last over a period of time, this is often when issues actually start to show. Um, you could potentially be dealing with caring for aging parents by this point in time also. Plus, of course, the hormonal influences from perimenopause. Thanks so much for that. Uh, so as you can see, there's a lot of reasons why stress might be an issue when you hit your 40s. But today I wanted to take a bit of a deeper dive into that final point, those hormonal influences, because it can make all the difference when it comes to dealing with those other factors I mentioned. So as you've heard me say possibly before on previous podcasts that when I've talked about perimenopause, it can start, you know, up to 10 years before you actually reach menopause. So menopause is that time 12 months after your last period and perimenopause is the lead up to that time. And that can take up to 10 years. And the thing is, there's a two-way link between perimenopause and stress and the changes that occur, the hormonal changes that occur during perimenopause can make you more vulnerable to stress. On the other hand, it's a bit of a vicious circle. The stress can exacerbate your symptoms and make perimenopause an even bigger roller coaster. So let's talk about this a little bit more. So when it comes to perimenopause, the big factor we want to consider is progesterone. I know a lot of us think about estrogen and the loss of that, but progesterone is actually really, really important. And when we're in that perimenopausal stage, your estrogen starts to surge and your progesterone starts to drop off. And this is a big issue as low progesterone is linked to a whole bunch of kind of concerns, including anxiety, heart palpitations, sore breasts, night sweats, migraines increasing in frequency, heavy periods, inflammation, insomnia, gosh, all the fun stuff. On the other hand, a healthy level of progesterone can promote calmness and a well-balanced mood. And in fact, some people refer to it as Mother Nature's Valium. So you can start to see why it's easier to feel stressed when your progesterone levels drop all of a sudden. And if that wasn't enough, it's been found that progesterone may inhibit the stress response in women, including the cortisol release. And this means there may be a biological reason 
why you find it harder to cope with the same level of stress that felt like a breeze only a few years ago. So, you know, this is not just all in your head and it's not just all because of external factors. There's a lot going on inside our bodies at this age. So when it comes to stress, making the perimenopause symptoms worse, this comes down to cortisol that I just mentioned. The cortisol can exacerbate your low progesterone levels and also contribute further to your symptoms. For example, high stress can add to your anxiety, insomnia, palpitations, and of course, inflammation. So many women wonder if it's stress, if it's perimenopause, or both. And the truth is, if you're in your 40s, it's probably likely that both are playing a role. So it's really important to tackle both issues so that you can feel better in half the time. Um, So, you know, if your stress and your hormonal shifts are feeding into each other, if what I've said so far has resonated with you, if you're thinking, oh yeah, that is me all day, So if your stress and hormonal shifts are feeding into each other, you might want to take a two-pronged approach to tackle your symptoms. So firstly, improving your stress resilience. So that includes not only managing your stress, but also giving your body what it needs to process and adapt to stress. And I'll talk about that in a minute. And secondly, if you want to bring your, you may want to bring your hormones back into balance. So if you suspect that you've got some perimenopausal kind of hormonal fluctuations going on, then that needs to be addressed as well. So, but let's talk about improving your stress resilience. Now, as you know, this is a huge area of interest for me and There's a couple of things you can do to improve your stress resilience. Now, I talk a lot about mind-body stuff, so breath work, mindfulness, meditation, and these are well-proven strategies to improve your stress, your resilience, your ability to adapt to stress. And they're really important. And the reason I really love those three particular things is because they're free Anyone can do it, Uh, and particularly with the breathing type of things, you can do it all the time. You don't necessarily need to be spending great periods of time doing it uh, as a separate practice. So a lot of the women I see said to me, oh, I'm too busy for any of that. Well, we will breathe all day, and it's just a matter of teaching yourself a simple technique to do the type of breathing that will help to improve your stress response. So those sort of mind-body techniques are, I think, really important. They're part of managing and improving stress resilience. The other part is nutritional. There are a number of nutrients that we use when we are under stress, surprisingly. A lot of people don't kind of think about this, but... You know, we're building our stress hormones like adrenaline, noradrenaline, cortisol, um, and we are having to deal with the effects of those hormones as well when we secrete them. So there are certain nutrients that we require to help us manage our stress response. And just to name a few, uh, vitamins B5, B6 in particular, vitamin C, 
uh, magnesium, also really important. There's, there's just a few off the top of my head. They're, you know, there's certainly nutrients we can get pretty easily. Um, but they're really important. Uh, but the thing is, as I've said before, when we're in our stress response, we don't necessarily absorb our foods. We're not necessarily cooking foods. A lot of the time that's when you might be reaching for takeaway. You might be reaching for alcohol. You might be, you know, kind of not doing things for yourself that are going to be supporting good nutritional absorption. So it's really important to think about this, that when you're under a lot of stress, you need to be not only doing some mind-body techniques, but also looking at your nutrition and making sure you're getting the right nutrients. And the other thing is that there are some fantastic herbs. Like I'm talking really awesome. I was so shocked when I started studying, uh, actually, I think it was when I was doing nutrition. And one, I remember really, really clearly one day in class, it was just before exams, we were all just absolutely wrecked. And our lecturer that afternoon happened to be a naturopath and she ran up to the clinic um, and grabbed us all a little shot of um, an adaptogen herb. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in the next podcast. Um, and we all, it's probably my first experience with a liquid herb and I took it and within like 20 minutes, I just felt like so much better. I just felt more energized. I felt a little bit more relaxed and I thought, wow, this stuff actually really works. And that was probably the beginning of my journey into herbal medicine. But um, as an aside, yeah, so there are some fantastic herbs that are really easy for you to get um, that can help manage stress response. So there's like a three pronged kind of approach here, mind, body, nutrition, whether through food or through supplements and also adaptogen herbs. Now, I also talked about before or mentioned that one of the other things was bringing your hormones into harmony. Now, there's a a number of different ways you can do that. But one of the first things to do, of course, is check what your hormones are actually doing in your blood um, or in saliva. That's another way of testing hormones. So um, you can just go to your GP, go to your naturopath to get those um, herbs, sorry, those hormones um, tested. Um, If you do see a naturopath or a nutritionist, they can probably order the um, salivary uh, hormone tests as well, or instead of the blood test, they can sometimes give us a little bit more information. So, uh, but that of course is private pathology if you're in Australia and probably if you're in America and Europe as well. So it is something to consider just checking where your hormones are actually at rather than guessing and rather than relying on symptoms. And then once you know what they're doing, then you can come together with your healthcare practitioner to form a strategy. Now, I do have a couple of podcasts. Uh, If you look back through my library, you'll see some on perimenopause and hormones. Uh, That's probably the best uh, resource to send you towards at this point. I will be over the next few weeks talking about some of my favorite uh, herbs that are amazing for managing stress, but support seriously makes all the difference. If you know what to do, a lot of these things that I teach people are so simple. And once you learn it, you've got it forever. Um, so yeah, if you're wanting to kind of work on your health, feel free to reach out to me. You can, um, DM me at Susie garden wellness. Uh, if you want to go to my website, which is susiegarden.com, you can download my free 
ebook, which uh, is gives you some good anti-aging tips, um, or you can book in for a free anti-aging strategy call with me. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of The Wellness Glow. I hope you had loved what you heard here and are excited for the potential to improve your health and increase your lifespan. If this resonated with you, then please screenshot this podcast and share it with your friends. Hashtag The Wellness Glow Podcast. Please rate and review so I can spread the word and keep bringing you more goodness. If you're not already following me on social media, come and join me for extra extra inspiration and teachings. I do frequent updates in my Facebook group, which you can join at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the wellness flow. You can follow me on Instagram at Susie Garden Wellness or check out my website at susiegarden.com. You can download my Essential 8 Anti-Aging Secrets that all women over 40 should know and check out my signature program, The Glow Protocol. I'm so excited you joined me here today and I can't wait to share the next episode with you. Until then, remember your biological age doesn't have to reflect your chronological age. And anti-aging is an inside job.